0: Tonight's episode is dedicated to the life and legacy of Edna Adams. The 105-year-old was a woman of faith and conviction and spent her life defying expectations. She lived through the 1918 flu pandemic, women's suffrage, the Great Depression, and two world wars. After her husband died, she lived alone for more than 40 years, moving into a nursing home after her 100th birthday. She fell ill there in April and died days later, becoming the District of Columbia's oldest coronavirus victim
1: the reason that black people are in the streets has to do with the lives they're forced to lead in this country. And they're forced to lead these lives by the indifference and the um, apathy and a certain kind of ignorance, a very willful ignorance on the part of their co-citizens. Everybody knows no matter what they do not know, that they wouldn't like to be a black man in this country. They know that, and they shut their minds against the rest of it, all the implications of being a black father, or a black woman, or a black son, and all of the implications involved in a human being's endeavor to take care of his wife, to take care of his children, to raise his children to be men and women, in the teeth of a structure which is built to deny that I can be a human being.
0: Gentlemen, boys and girls, he, she, them, or they, and everyone who may fall in between. Welcome back to another week of Quarantine Nightly with Mouse Jones. Today is Monday, June the 1st. Happy June, everyone. We made it 2020. And I just want to let you know, Doja Cat, we did not forget your ass. We will be back. Moving on, shout out to my team, the people that make this podcast happen. Um, Today's going to be a different show, guys. Today's a little more somber. Um, and I just want to take this moment to say thank you. And I'm not just going to shout them out. I'm going to thank these, these, this, this very black team for putting their all into this project with me. Um, so I'm going to say thank you to just Latasha and thank you to Dez, um, for putting their all in when it comes to writing. I'm going to say thank you to Che Mills and Levan Wright for putting their all in when it comes to creative direction. And most of all, thank you, Rel, for putting your all in, when it comes to right uh, to to producing and editing and engineering, thank you to Call Me Bar of com for this theme song. Thank you, and most of all, thank you to you listeners. Thank you guys for trusting me with the news and trusting me for the forty to thirty-five minutes you spend with me every evening. Thank you. Um, make sure you guys subscribe, rate, and comment. And let's get into the news from my ghetto point of view. Last Friday, President Trump spent nearly an hour in the White House bunker, which was designed for use in emergencies like terrorist attacks. However, he used the bunker to hide from increasingly angered protesters who threw rocks and tugged at police barricades. A source close to the White House, who was not authorized to publicly discuss private matters, spoke anyway on the condition of anonymity. Take note that in the increasing heat of racial injustice, instead of stepping up, our president, the leader of the free world, hid. That pretty much sums up his character and his ability to hold this position in the Oval Office. When I imagined a leader of this country, of this country, the free country of America, I was hoping it'd be someone who doesn't back down from pressure and is quick to find smart and sensible solutions that merge empathy and economic benefit for its citizens. Whenever there's an opportunity for Trump to be present, he assures to fail us. He also threatened violence on black protesters on a public forum, becoming the first president to be censored by Twitter. Again, he threatened American citizens with terminal violence just about a month after he offered grace to armed and violent white protesters who threatened police to reopen the country. Let's sum this up. President Trump is the definition of a coward. He throws a stone, then hides his hands. He he was revered for being an honest president, you know, one who just tells it like it is. Well, what is it? It's a country that was clearly founded on racism, a country that only loves black bodies when they're in service to whiteness, one that grows trees with the blood on the leaves. In the year we asked for 2020 vision, the violence this country was founded on has become crystal clear. I, it's like, let, let, let me guess. You were afraid that the the thugs were coming in to ruin your day. You punk bitch. Isn't this the same guy who said when the looting starts, the shooting starts? Also over the weekend, President Trump also called Philonis Floyd the brother of the slain George Floyd. After the call, Philonis was left discouraged and unheard. He said he didn't give me an opportunity to even speak. I was trying to talk to him, but he just kept pushing me off like I don't want to hear what you're talking about. And I just told him I want justice. I said that I couldn't believe that they committed a modern day lynching in broad daylight. On the other hand, Trump reported differently on his call with the Floyds. Trump says, I want to express our nation's deepest condolences and most heartfelt sympathies to the family of George Floyd. I spoke to the members of the family. Terrific people. That's also how he describes some Nazis and white supremacists. When a black person has to personally beg for humanity to a president, a president who's just going through the motions. We have a big problem. Falonis was calling for a change to a system that throws black people away. People who are mere casualties to a leader who's regurgitating a rehearsed script and automated protocol. In order for someone to stop committing generational violence, they must have empathy. They have proven for 400 years that they have none. Zero. So I ask you all, every listener of this show, is the answer in asking? Moving on, Atlanta was one of the hot spots of protests over the weekend, causing damage to landmarks such as the CNN building, the College Football Hall of Fame, and the Tourist Center in Centennial Park. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms condemned the rioting during a press conference on Friday night, stating, This is not in the spirit of Martin Luther King Jr. This is chaos. A protest has a purpose. Many people in resistance, to the resistance, shared photos of the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. walking peacefully arm in arm in Selma, leading a mass of people over the bridge. He was used as an image all over social media as a symbol of the correct way to protest. What many people are conveniently forgetting was the moment after that very photo of the peaceful walk. Selma is also known as Bloody Sunday. The police waited for the protesters on the other side of the bridge with dogs, batons, and, well, violence. They also conveniently forget that the largest moment of all, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was murdered, killed for standing up to white supremacy. Keisha, police brutality, that's chaos. Murder, that's chaos. Racism is chaos. To suggest calm, peaceful, organized, and structured responses to these conditions, that's a betrayal to your people. This protest does have a purpose to see that black people have access to a life full of peace. It genuinely, genuinely alarms me when black and white people share this whitewashed revisionist history. It's a dog-whistling tactic to assure niggers get back into their position, docile and obedient. Well, I want to impart you, you listeners, the ones who, who get it. I want to impart you guys with this. Riots are the language of the unheard. If that sounds unfamiliar, It's a quote from the man whose image you've been upholding, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Moving on, if you believe in all lives matter, yeah, I guess, but that would inherently mean black lives as well. This is the exact meaning of black lives matter. Just that some lives that are showing up to these protests are showing up for the wrong reason. Out in Salt Lake City, an unidentified white man showed up to a protest with a bone arrow to harm fellow protesters. Before he could release the arrow into a group, a group of white Caucasians jumped on his head and split his shit to the white meat. Now, I'm not saying that violence is always the answer, but if you're going to be violent for your protection, I understand that. But you got arrested and you got some camera time and had the nerve to say African Americans attacked you. The footage clearly shows. That it was your own. A group full of white people were tired of your white shit. Keep in mind, many of the town's destruction are at the hands of white people, both who attend the protest to antagonize and incite violence, and Black Lives Matter protesters who have lost sight of the purpose of the protest. So mind who you're placing blame on and listen directly to the black people on the ground. Uh, lastly, we couldn't get through the weekend's events, of course, without hearing the opinions of some of our public figures. Um, just just you know what? I can't even do it off the top of the head. Let me give you direct quotes uh, from from this weekend. This is a bad, bad situation. But the fact that you're going to protest, protest the right way. You don't have to go and burn down things, steal things, burn things and stuff like that. We are human beings. We're not fucking animals. That's Dennis Rodman. Um. Also, also, you guys will love this one. We have to stop placing the blame on the whole force and the whole everybody or a certain race or everybody with the badge. We have to actually get into who that person is. And if we want to place blame on anybody, it should be ourselves for not doing more than what we think we're doing. That was Little Wayne. Gucci ain't did shit to y'all. Y'all can say whatever y'all want to say. They racist, whatever. I don't want to hear that shit. They ain't did shit to y'all. Lennox Mall ain't did nothing to you. Shekinah, pronounced like vagina, Anderson. I'm not living to please man. I'm here to please God. At the end of the day, I'm a Christian. I'm a God fearing woman. I have to answer to him. I'm going to ask myself, what would Jesus do? Not what an angry black woman would do. I am angry, but I'm also trying to be godly. Be Simone. Killer Mike, who who previously wore a kill your master T-shirt, he said, I am the son of an Atlanta police officer. I am duty bound to be here to simply say that it is your duty not to burn your own house down for anger with an enemy. And lastly, T.I., who was hired to address black people in a national form, he proceeded to refer to Atlanta as Wakanda. Yep. Wakanda, he said. He said Wakanda. And then he walked off that. Y'all didn't, Y'all can't see that, but I seen that. He said this Wakanda and he walked off. It's clear that celebrities are no longer to be revered as the go to for protection or foundational spokespeople. COVID and racism has shown us how disconnected they are from the people on the ground. When we speak of blackness, we got to remember there will be intersections that separate us. This is where we have a class divide, right? There's rich black people who will protect their interests over their blackness. They've pledged allegiance to the things their proximity to whiteness by way of their tax bracket gave them access to. Massa gave them a nice room and they will protect it at all costs, even if it costs you. To Dennis Rodman. No, we're not animals. No matter what proximity we show our anger to little Wayne, if you have the answer to what we should be doing, keep it. You can't even love dark skinned women. So blame yourself for that. To Shekinah. Gucci made a racist clothing item just last season, and they won't even allow you into the store without your best wig on. They've done plenty to us. To be Simone, God has led plenty of wars and ordered his people to bloodshed for justice. This time, read the Bible before you hide behind it. To Kill Mike, I don't give a fuck about your cop daddy. He put on a symbol of supremacy every morning before he clocked in in order to raise you. Burning the house down lets our enemy know we are here and there will be no justice without sacrifice and inconvenience along the way. Get uncomfortable. To T.I., Wakanda is fictional, just like your intelligence. But since we're talking about Wakanda, even they destroyed their city in order to maintain their liberation. To social media influences at large, I understand you guys want to use your platform to spread a message. Join the party, fit in, whatever. Here are two things I hope y'all learn from voicing your opinions. Number one, there is a time and place for everything. And number two, sometimes it's okay to be silent. Just, just shutting the fuck up works wonders. Saying or doing the wrong thing will get you out the fucking paint so fast. Basically, what I'm saying, if you can't understand these colloquialisms, shut the fuck up. And whether tomorrow's forecast, very simply, ladies and gentlemen, the world is burning it's on fire and that's pretty much all I got for the news in my ghetto point of view Um, I want to thank you guys for listening and trusting me Um, I'm gonna go pay a few bills when we come back I'm gonna be sitting on the couch with Mano in the meantime make sure you subscribe rate and comment (laughs) ladies and gentlemen boys and girls he she them or they and everyone who falls in between Welcome back to Quarantine Nightly, your favorite nightly news podcast with Mouse Jones. Like I told you at the top of the show, I'm joined by one of my OGs, one of the good brothers in the community doing the good work, Maino. Mano, how you feeling?
2: You got a nice little setup. I like how you come on. It's like a, is that your same setup every time like you come on? (laughs) I like that. I need a setup like that because I'm about to do this uh, podcast and. I, I need i need to come up with a little nice <laughs> setup you know hey ladies and gentlemen boys and girls out there in tv land this is your boy mano reporting live and direct from best divers
0: <laughs> well you know the the, you know the the whole goal of me even doing this show this way is to uh you know to, to be my little highlight reel so when we go back outside eric everybody could look and be like oh that that kid we thought could only just talk about hip hop oh he could do the news too so you know, right, right, right. So nice, you know, you nice, give nice. him a little, give him a little setup. But how you, how you, how okay. you holding up in the, uh, how you holding up in the quarantine?
2: I'm, I'm wonderful, bro. You know, things like this don't, don't hold me down. You understand? I've been through far worse. Absolutely. Staying busy, keeping my mind occupied, staying motivated. You know, I'm getting to it every single day. Nothing changed.
0: Now, now with someone like you, who's always on the move, always got a few, got their hands in a few things. How does this? How did this like abrupt stoppage affect your normal day to day?
2: Um, it, it affects doing things physically, you know? Um, so, you know, uh, as far as being an artist is concerned, it affects being able to move around and, you know, pick up bags here and there, you know, pop out here and there, jump on a stage here and there, right? It, it affects all that, right? But, um, as far as doing business in, in, uh, in other things, and as far as like, Trying to create other avenues for you to to to, to get revenue and as, as you creating ideas and putting putting plays together. None of that stops. Actually, um, I I kind of I kind of welcome some of the, the extra time I needed to to do because I needed to. It was certain things that I needed to complete that I I wasn't finding the time to complete before. Like it was a book that I had been working on for for the longest that I had always wanted to finish. Now I got the opportunity to, to really, you know, spend some time doing that. Um um so it's it's all about adapting to the circumstances and then trying to find what works for you. That's that's how I move. Like it, you can't it, nothing no circumstances is gonna make me just freeze and, and stop thinking and forward thinking. So I'm gonna keep pushing with others. All
0: right. Well that you know, I don't wanna stay too long on the quarantine thing, you know. It, life is what life is. Um I wanna yeah. talk about What's what's quite probably underrated when it comes to you. You you are a rebrand genius. Uh, it, it, how how? Because it it never it never seemed to be forced. So how does someone who comes from you know comes from a, a lengthy pr- prison sentence to you know being known as the the rapper who may check you,
1: mm-hmm. not
0: losing any of that, but mm-hmm. then adding a whole nother layer to where. You're on records with Macy Gray in mm-hmm. the video walking in the desert. You're <laughs> <laughs> like the 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 quote unquote mainstream celebrities love you and know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, they watch your your Instagram videos and things of that nature. How how does one do that? Um,
2: for me, it's just about just being realistic. You know, I saying, I had I had somebody ask me today uh, a couple of days ago. He was like, "Man, oh, you know, you know, you you know, uh, you know, like your positive visit vi- videos." And I'm like, "You know what?" I don't, I don't, I don't really want to sh- tread the line of, of positivity. I don't really look at myself as being ultra positive. You know, I, I look at myself as being realistic. When I speak, I'm saying realistic things that, that the average man, you know, could, could, could understand. When I speak, you understand what I'm saying. When I, when I talk, I'm talking from a perspective of what makes sense. It's logical. So it's realistic. It's, I'm not, I'm not telling nobody to, you know, I'm, I'm going back to Africa and, you know, (laughs) and save people. Like, that's not, that's not what the mission is, you know, because like any man, I'm, I'm, I'm just as contradictory at the same time, you know, we all trying to, you know, um, find our greatness and it's all certain things that, that make us great. And then there's all things, then it's always things that, that, that take away from that. So we all susceptible to, to fall to some of our, our, um, demon behavior or whatever it is. But for me, it's just about being, being who I am and, and adapting to the times. You understand? Like when I came in the game, it was, it was, it was a mixtape DVD era. And then, mm-hmm. it, and then that turned into the, uh, 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 downloads and the downloads turned into the streams. And, and it was all about, you know, just trying to find what works for you and you being you don't. Any time, like you understand so i couldn't do videos like some of these other dudes was doing videos i wasn't going to mcdonald's jumping on it on the table and pouring ketchup on my chest that ain't that ain't that ain't what man not do that ain't what that ain't what i'm about so i i found i would i would just like have conversations and then sometimes i would chop the conversation up and put up put it out one minute and people like that and so i was making my videos talking like while I was having conversations and it, we would just take my part and put it out and people like that so it, it was it just became a thing where it's like people like to hear me talk about real shit and you know it's just like me and you sitting in the crib and we just kicking it about life because that's just what that, that's just how realistic it is I it, it ain't no secret what I come from or where I come from mm-hmm. but but the narrative I always gave a realistic narrative listen niggas in the street that been in the street that's really active they don't want to be there forever Mm-hmm. That's common sense. That's real. Like you, know, like like all this, all this capping about being something that you not. That ain't never what I was about. So you know, I'm always gonna find a way.
0: And how and how have you speaking of always finding a way? Have you like uh, cemented yourself as the, one of the ogs? Uh, obviously, you're one of the people. And I don't want to use the, the the term to to alert anyone. So uh, you're one of the people who people reach out to when they get to New York. and 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 it's just a a respect manner and and you're respected amongst all the younger uh rappers coming Mm -hmm. up in new york and and because typically people don't believe that younger new york rappers in general uh respect anybody how do you keep that level of respect without um being performative almost looking like you're trying to be the young the young old guy
2: right you know the thing about that i always identified with With being a younger, more of a younger nigga than an older nigga, you understand? Like Mm -hmm. when I look at the young niggas, I see myself. You understand? You gotta to to understand that statement. You gotta understand my story. When I was before I went to prison, I was a young, I was a young kid that was highly active. So I went to prison around the time I was seventeen years old. Mm -hmm. You understand? So I I I went from being the the young the young kid who is who is you know who is who is respected to to growing up. You understand? So by the time I come home from prison and I'm twenty seven years old, um, you know, I'm not I'm I'm not the the young the young kid no more. But I always identify with that because that's that's what I saw myself as. I always looked at them and see myself because that's what I remember being. I re I, I remember being I know what it felt like to be lost and not to have a dream and to not, you know, identify with some of the older niggas. Because the older niggas was preaching bullshit that we ain't wanna hear. Mm-hmm. You understand? So, I don't, I don't, I, 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 I'm careful on how I, how I deal with them and I show, I show them the, the maximum amount of respect because that's what all young niggas want is respect. So, when I never, I never spoke down to them. I never dealt with them like, like in a way that I wouldn't want, you know, um, to be dealt with myself, you know, you know, so it's, it's, it was natural for me, you know, um, so I, I like, I don't, I don't come off, you know, trying to school everybody, like, listen, you pull up, and we pull up, and in the conversation is about nothing, we can leave it at that, like, you mm-hmm. understand, like, I'm not trying to force my will or my, or my way of thinking on nobody, if you look at my videos, the only person I'm usually talking about is myself, That's okay. it just so happens, it just so happens that it, me talking about myself resonates with people, mm-hmm. you understand, so I, if I go on in, I'll be like, yo, listen, I can't, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't live off, you know, I, I, I can't live off, I can't win today's game off yesterday's points. That's me talking mm. about me. I I, I, I gotta, I gotta reinvent myself. I gotta do me today because nobody gonna, nobody gonna give me award for what I did yesterday. Now that, that, that's me talking about me, but what, what, what happens is that it's so real, it's so realistic that it's a statement that people see themselves in. You understand?
0: Yep, I wake absolutely.
2: up, I look in the mirror and I say, listen, nigga, you the best, you the greatest. Keep going. Keep winning. Never die. We ain't got no time for that. We got to keep we gotta keep pushing up. That's me talking to myself. I need that. Hmm. I need that. You understand? So it's it's yo, for the young niggas, I love the young niggas, man. I love them, man. I love them. You understand? I am them. You know, in 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 you know the thing about being being a young nigga is that one day you're gonna walk, you won't wake up and you you're gonna not be one day. So my my I've been out here for a while now. So my little homies that was little kids. It's big homies to somebody else now. Mm. You see, it's the natural cycle of things, but you gotta respect it. I, I literally got little homies, but my little niggas, I see niggas look up to them, and I say, "Damn, that's 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 interesting." <laughs> you understand? Because if if you could live long enough, you are gonna be able to see that. Mm. You you know, and and what 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 we trying to do? No, you're right. Absolutely. We trying to die? Nah, we trying, nah, trying to live, man. We trying to live. I want to live. I want to live. I used to, you know. Let me tell you, I used to have a complex. I used to have a complex when niggas first started calling me OG, like OG, oh, like are oh, you nuts? I ain't no fucking <laughs> get the fuck out of here, like I I hated that for a minute, like. But then somebody told me, he's like, man, like, what you want to do? What you want? What you want them to do? Like, you, 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 you progressing in a different way, and you maturing in a different way, and what you want them to do, they go. They, that's a sign of respect, bro. Absolutely. And somebody, somebody had to tell me that. Because I was looking at it like, cause I was, I, I couldn't stand the old niggas. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't stand the old niggas. I couldn't what? Fuck, fuck out of here, old old ass nigga, old old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the niggas would be like, yo, bro, like, you're not gonna win an award for just being young. You gotta right. get. You, you do you want to live? Do you want to get older? Then so so you 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 would want to be my age. You would want to be 30 because it's a it's a it's a fucking fight just to get there. It's a fucking life. It take a lifetime to get there on the street. Hmm. And it's almost a miracle if you can make it there. Hmm. When you active, you understand. So,
0: man, I look. Shit is good, man. <laughs> it's good. What What was it like in Brooklyn? Uh, losing Pop Smoke this, this, uh a few months ago.
2: Man, that 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 really bothered me, man. That really, I really like that kid. I like that kid a lot. I really like that kid. I really, really, I really like that kid, and it really bothered me. It touched my soul. I, I oh man, you know I. Man, like that it's 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 so unfortunate. You know, when you think about, you know, my son is seventeen and Pop Smoke was twenty and I'm like, they in the same bracket. Yeah, okay. So. so I'm like I'm like, damn, like he didn't even get a chance to really live out, you know, his 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 success and his rap his rap dreams. He was just getting in the car. You understand? And it's so unfortunate that happened. I'm really, really s I'm I I, it really bothered me. I even went to the funeral, you know. I didn't, I didn't see a lot of artists at the funeral hmm. or what, or, or a lot of industry, uh, people there, but you know, none of that matters to me. Like, I, I don't do things just to do it. I didn't post a picture from there, none of that shit. Like, yeah, I went yeah,
0: there.
2: The weird stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went there, you know, and, and I wanted to pay my respects to him because I actually had time to, 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 to meet him, you know, to kick it with him. We, we actually did a song. Um, so I, I really, I was really bothered by that because it, it, I felt like he was he was in pocket and and I and I thought that his death was unnecessary and, and it was just sad just to see that that cut short. You know, any young nigga, really. You know, I I don't want to see my little niggas dying really for nothing. Especially I got a chance to live and I got a I got a chance to see how light how good life could be. Let me tell you, like it was a time when I ain't kid. My fault. It's alright. There was a time in my life I didn't care about dying or living because I didn't have no hope. But when I, as soon as I got a chance to live, is when I got a chance to really experience life. And I got, I'm like, man, this, this life shit is okay. It's more to, it's more to it than just sitting in the hood and waiting for a nigga to come around and blow me away. Like, it's more to it than sitting around and waiting for the fucking police to come get me. You understand? So I, shit, man. So for that to happen is, is, is really, uh, is really is really depressing, man. But we gonna, we gotta we gotta keep pushing and and um and keep his name alive. And,
0: and Absolutely. Any
2: any artist that died, not just him, but anybody. I think of him. I think of Chinks. I think of all of them. You know.
0: Being being from being from the streets, of best die, and and being as active as you was, you've seen death growing up. Then you know, being in prison, I'm pretty sure you've seen death, and then you see death in the industry at any point are you ever dealing with like survivor's remorse or like in those moments when it's just you and you're sitting in your place and you're looking at the things you've been able to amass and touch. Do you ever have like that survivor remorse? Do you ever be like, damn, I kind of, I kind of missed those niggas back in the pen that 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 I was cool with or damn, I wish this nigga was still here.
2: Yeah. I think about that. I think about that in a, in a, in a way of, I wish people had the opportunity to see the things that I've saw, you know, and, and I haven't even seen everything. I haven't even experienced everything. So I wish, you know, some of my, my guys, you know, um, had the opportunity to, to live. Like I think one of the biggest crimes ever is to take a 16 year old, 17 old, 18 year old and leave him in prison for 20, 30 years and then, and then send him outside when he, when he, when he, when he 40 years old. You understand? I think that that's a crime because you didn't took somebody's life. Away from him, that he didn't, they never had a chance to grow. They never had a chance to, to nurture their adulthood, and they never had a chance to experience. And that that gap in between a man's life is so important. I, I just watched the dude just come home doing twenty seven years. He went to jail when he was seventeen years old. That really, it really, it really, it really touched me because it was like, damn, bro, you didn't get a chance to do
0: none of this, mm-hmm.
2: none of this. You didn't get a chance to smell, to live. You went straight from the project building. To the, to the prison and from the prison building straight back to the projects like that is, that to me is a crime because I don't believe that, 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 that prison really actually reforms. I I, I think it's, it's just about punishment, but the punishment sometimes don't fit because when you, when you that young, you, you haven't matured. Like you, you the, your decision making is not like a grown man. So, and you gotta, you gotta take into account that the decisions that we making when we in that environment, is based around that environment. So if you leave us an environment where it's all about violence and drugs and all that, what you think gonna happen? If 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 I if 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 what we out here trying to do is for survival, I can't. What you mean? My father on crack, man.
0: Mm.
2: My mother can't hold it down. I'm I'm out, I'm going outside to go figure this out. Right. And in the course of that, I, I got to pick up a gun and I got to use it sometimes. I don't want to. I don't want to kill, but I I don't want to die neither. Mm. You understand? So mm. now, what, you, you, what, you wanna put me in jail? For 30, for life? You gonna give me 25 to life? Behind the decisions that I made when I was 17, 16, 15? Come on, man. Something need to be, something, something more need to be talked about that. Like, because that to me is the biggest crime. So yeah, I have that type of remorse. Because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't woke up in places with, in, in, in rooms and villas and, in, in, Waterfront property, and I looking like, damn, this is life. I didn't been to fucking South Africa and seen it. That it not it, it don't look nothing like it look on TV. It's so rich, and beautiful. <laughs> I just said, what the fuck, man? What if niggas could have seen this? What if we was exposed to this? Maybe we, maybe life would have been a little maybe different. We, we'd have some hope. Niggas can live off hope. When you ain't open. got no hope, yeah. yeah you can live over hope, nigga. Yeah. You can live over hope because you hoping. Mm-hmm. When you're in jail, you, you living on hope. Like right. you hoping like shit, I'm gonna get home one day. It's, all, it's a time it's my time chicken. All I got is five more. Oh, you got is five more. Oh. Sheesh. That's a that's that's a lifetime out here. Mm-hmm. That's dog years, but but that's hope though. And when you forced to when you forced to only have hope, you'd be surprised. You be su- you be surprised, my nigga. I spent almost four years in solitary confinement. What niggas talking about? They can't tell me nothing. Niggas, they, I hear niggas talk about jail and their jail experiences, but I don't know how many niggas spent that much time in a box as me.
0: How do you shake that off when you come home? How you, or, or, or does it?
2: I, I, I don't know. Well. I don't know if it does. If it did, I'm starting. I'm start Listen, I started going to a counselor because were certain things in my life that I could I I that that I didn't really understand, and I was and this is after I became any bit of successful so it was like I'm 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 clashing in my life I'm clashing with women I'm I'm not as empathetic to people it was like something wrong with me man like I don't understand and they told me it's, it's that I, I've spent so much time alone that that has effects on me that I that that I didn't know you didn't realize because you feel like you 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 normal somebody told me a long time ago I need you know after doing all that solitary confinement time you probably needed to see somebody and i i thought that i i I didn't think that that was 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 for me because you feel regular but socially you 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 awkward because you man listen everything them crackers got built i didn't been in there yeah anything that they got to punish you i didn't been in there you understand so that 23 hours a day and you sitting every day if you do a whole year straight you go on from other you spend it's christmas birthdays you spending you spending years in there it has some effects on your mental, you know. But, man, I, I don't. I don't know, man. I think we all affected, you know, somewhat. You know, we all a little shell shocked by, and we all damaged and broken a little bit from 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 our upbringings and our environments and what we've been through. That's the truth. Some of us just worse than others. Hmm.
0: Let me ask you this: uh, one NBA player in the league that you feel you could get fifteen to. Fifteen what? Fifteen points. Oh shit. Damn. <laughs> I can't void what I, I figure we had to make a c we had to make a hard pivot. I was like, yeah, all right, let let's me have see, some fun. Um, <laughs>
2: let me see um, damn man.
0: <laughs> oh There's gotta be
2: one. There's gotta I, be I, one I, Damn who ain't shit like <laughs> <laughs> Like I know for a fact, it I, gotta be somebody on. It got listen. <laughs> it gotta be somebody on the Knicks,
0: though. See, see? all right, all right. There's no loyalty here. I, yeah, yeah,
2: there's no there. loyalty. I, I, yeah, I love New York. I love Brooklyn. But I got it. Got to be one of them niggas. I got to be able to pull up.
0: Everybody on the Knicks is giving you seventy. Everybody, we got nine. no. We got, got young be, dogs. I, I got
2: to be able, to, nigga. Let me let me say I got to be able to come <laughs> to the garden with Tim's on
0: and still be able to do that nigga I, i'm telling you we Crazy. got young dogs everybody got, on our team is a young dog Shit,
2: man i got to be. i got i got to be able to nick a nick player they, shit. They, they, i got to be
0: able to <laughs> dunk on this nigga i think i think the oldest player on the Knicks is like 23 we got nothing but young bu- dogs okay I'm show you. me something show me something show me something nigga <laughs> show me something i'm with you show me something make me a believer pull up Come next on, season, baby. next season, you know, you know, my name is my name is kind of strong right now. So next season, you, we, I'm gonna see you at the game. But I'm gonna see you, see you. Like I ain't gonna be all the way up. There. I'm going to be right there.
2: Oh, you gonna be there? You on that? You on that? Whoop? Yeah yeah, 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 I'm on. I'm on the I'll now. be over yeah. there at that Barclays, man. That's why. That's, that's why i be at Barclays. Come pull treats up over there.
0: Barclays treats me I'm real in, nice. Barclays. I'm treat a, yeah, I'm over nice. at the Barclays, man. I, say, Come d- pull up. I'm, I'm pulling up. I'm in Brooklyn, man. I'm, I'm pulling up. Now, you know? now, don't nobody treat me nicer than Philly. Now Philly treat me like I'm from there, but okay, hey, hey, listen, man, you you
2: celebrity status, man, you out here making a way <laughs> for yourself, nigga. You out? I'm, we see you, nigga.
0: I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, give me uh one movie, one movie franchise, like a movie that that has a a one a, a part one, a part two, a part three that you think there's a role for Mano in. Star Wars. <laughs>
2: I'm fucking Luke Skywalker, bro. I got the force, nigga. I'm telling you, it got to be me, nigga. I'm got to be Luke, nigga. Luke Skywalker.
0: Yo, you said it so fast, I was like, Luke. what? Nah, that's that, that's an easy one, nigga. You watched Luke, all of nigga? them? Fucking right. I, love I, I Star Wars. I, I, I said at the I said at the beginning of this week I was gonna watch the Star Wars movie, so I'm gonna get it. And all I'm right. young Luke too, not the old nigga. Yeah, I'm, I'm young Luke. I'm, I'm Luke. With the all black
2: on, with the black glove. Oh. after he got his hair cut off. I'm that loop, nigga. Turn to the Jedi Luke, nigga. What? Oh my God. I Shit. Uh, nigga.
0: it's it's always it's always a good time when I get to chop it up and speak with you. OG, please tell the people where they can support and, and and find whatever you 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 got going on right now during this time.
2: Hey man, we got a lot going on, man. You know, um, you know, my page May Hustle Hard. We giving a real. I jump on live every now and then. We, we we having little discussions. Um, I'm 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 shooting a podcast it's called, right in my kitchen. It's called Kitchen Talk. Um, you can expect that very soon. Uh, and then got some new music on the way. It's called Die Legend, whole project. So we we coming, man. I, and um and we here though. But I'm I'm it's always love, bro. Appreciate Anytime you always. Man.
0: Appreciate you it's always. Lo- All right. All right. I'm talking to you in a little bit. All right, bro. Shout out to Maino. Make sure you guys check out his new single. Um, I appreciate him kicking it with me on the couch. And like I said, thank you to my team. Thank you to just Latasha and Dez. Thank you to Che Mills. Thank you, LeVan Wright. Thank you, Rail. Thank you, Call callmeBar.com. But most of all, thank you to you guys, my listeners. I appreciate you guys. I thank you guys for trusting me and trusting us and what we're doing here at Quarantine Nightly. And uh, I assure you, we have your back. Um, If you have questions you'd like to submit or current events you think I should talk about, email them before 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to quarantinightly at gmail.com in order to get them right on air. Uh, Remember, we're on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, and all major streaming podcast platforms. Shout out to my sponsors. Thank you, guys, Anchor and Spotify. And, guys, make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. And, congregation, will you please stand to your feet as it is time for the benediction. In the words of Black Panther member Stokely Carmichael, in order for nonviolence to work, your opponent must have a conscience. The United States has none. Sunday, May 31st, marked 99 years since the Tulsa Massacre, where the American government mandated warfare of its own land and citizens, leading to the mass shooting of black Americans and its towns bombing, eradicating Black Wall Street in the process. While we're currently watching cities burned, police cars destroyed, and store items damaged and looted, we couldn't escape the unsolicited advice from people to remain peaceful. Tweets led off with various takes of violence isn't the answer, while American history continued to follow suit. We've lost Martin, Malcolm, Emmett, Sandra, Amadou, Sean, Eric, Ahmad, Oscar, Brianna, Tony McDade, and George Floyd due to violent racist aggression. In an effort to combat black death at the hands of white supremacy, Colin Kaepernick took a knee in a peaceful and monumental protest, and that was met with anger and resistance as the wrong way to protest. So I ask any and everyone who's listening, what is the answer? Here's what we have tried, and I'm, I'm just spitballing, this is coming right off the dome. Uh, we've tried sitting, standing, voting, entering the political race, becoming police officers, Lobbying, asking, calling, writing letters, signing petitions, rallying, marching, I'm going to take a breath here, fighting, shooting, looting, preaching, forgiving, pacifying, resisting, coddling, arguing, debating, waiting, the list goes on. After all that, white supremacy still exists. It is the common denominator in all areas of the black experience. Our leaders have died trying to find a solution to eradicate racism the right way so i ask you any and everyone who's listening in an effort to free ourselves from the oppressor how can we turn to our oppressor for the right answer to get free ladies and gentlemen boys and girls he she them are they and everyone who falls in between my name is mouse jones this is quarantine nightly and i'm going to ask tonight more importantly than any other night please pray for me as i pray for you